Welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you diddling? Excellent, me too. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, So as always, every single day I go live during this lockdown fun that we're all in for an episode of Dazed, Confused and Generally Buggered buggered even. Talking about... Yes, and I've also got a little one with me at the moment. And uh, we talk about social media and... Social media and video, and um, whatever he said as well. Yes, I covered that today too. Uh, and also, I spoke about live video. It's a true family affair at the moment. Uh, so if you want to hear what I had to say about live video, keep listening. And if you don't, well, stop the podcast now. But to be honest, you'd be wise to keep listening, because it's good content. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. <laughs> Good morning. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, Welcome to another episode, another daily live video, uh, Dazed, Confused and Generally Buggered, named specifically after this mug, but generally how we're all feeling at the moment, I think, um, is fair to say. Uh, So welcome to another live broadcast. Um, It is, what day is it? It's Thursday. It is miserable as sin outside, so you're not going to go and enjoy the sunshine, so you might as well stay in and uh, have a listen to what I've got to talk about today. Um, And as always, thank you very much for joining me, whether you're on the live stream or you're on the replay. Uh, First things first, a little bit of housekeeping as usual. If you are brand new to the streams or if you're a regular, don't forget to say hello in the comments on whatever stream it is that you're watching on. That could be Periscope, Twitch, it could be on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook in the How to Nine Times Your Social Media group, or on the Perception Studios business page, uh, which is also on Facebook. If you don't know who I am, um, I run this company right here. I am an award-winning visual marketing agency, and not me personally, Perception Studios is an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create social media content that really helps them stand out. So it could be all sorts of different types of content, cinemagraphs, 3D GIFs, uh, documentary-style videos, it could be aerial work, it could be photography work, Um, but then we also help a lot of brands and businesses out with their social media as well, so we help them produce podcasts and what they could be doing themselves. So a couple of years ago, it came quite obvious to me that a lot of smaller businesses can't necessarily afford straight away to come to an agency like us to create the content for them. But what could they do themselves for free to get themselves into that position to help them create content? Or what could we do to help them create just a little bit um, rather than having to come to us as an agency and get a full-blown campaign created? So that's why I created the How to Nine Times Your Social Media Process. And that is basically you make one piece of content and make that piece of content work harder for you by turning it into other pieces of content. That's what it's all about. Um, and you can join my group on Facebook, How to 9X Your Social Media, right there. That's how it's spelt. Go and search it out on uh, Facebook, and uh, you can go join that group right now if you fancy. Say hello, come and join us, um, come and have a chat, and ask any questions. And also put any of your content in there for people to check it out and see what it is that you do and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, if you're struggling to find um, here is the link as well. As always, it will probably take uh, forever for this to post. But here we go. 
There we go. He's gone up on every single channel straight away. Brilliant. And my computer must be working fast this morning. Um, so yeah, feel free to go and join that group. And while you're in that group as well, the first link on that group is um, my How to Nine Times Your Social Media book, former number one book. Um, and that's available to, for you to grab for free. You don't have to pay a penny. You literally just say, I want the book and you get the book. Simple as that. You can sign up to my newsletter through getting the book or you can say no i never want to hear from the dodgy northerner again and you get the book for free and you never have to hear from me ever again you don't even have to ever watch another one of these live videos you literally just go click get the book get out done you've got a free book that helps you create content and that's pretty much what we all need right now we need to be creating more content and putting more stuff out there for people to consume and uh, get our brand more recognized by people uh, so as always, I'm here to answer your questions and um, whatever questions you've got about social media and video, I'll do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do uh, during today's live stream. And um, I've got a subject matter that I'm going to be discussing today. Um, I'm going to be chatting to you all about live video and uh, the kind of stuff that you can do to structure it and maybe some little hints and tips as well to help you make your live video a little bit better. Um, and one or two might cost you a few quid, but nothing major, like five or six pounds, something like that. And um, you can get some of this kit for, and yeah, it'll make a huge difference to your content. Okay. So first things first, let's have a quick look on the comments, see if anybody's commenting to tell us that they're alive out there. Um, they are not, although there are people watching. So if you're watching right now, uh, say hello, tell us where you are, tell us who you are, tell us what your brand is. Um, um, and as always as well, um, something I've not mentioned for a little while, you are more than welcome to come and join me on the stream and we can have a chat. You can come in there with me. I'll come, I'll, I'll go over there and then you can come here and we can have a chat and still keep our social distancing because you'll be on your camera, not in my bedroom, because um, that would be weird. Um, but yes, if you want to come and join me on the stream and chat about your business, your brand, what it is that you do, all that kind of stuff, feel free. Um, Skinny Jean Gardeners has joined us. I love his content. It's brilliant. You've got to go follow him on Twitter. It's all about trying to get youngsters into gardening, getting them out and about in the fresh air, planting stuff and all that kind of thing. Um, really cool. And he's enjoying the live streams. Thank you very much for uh, joining us, Skinny Jean Gardeners. There he is. That's his name. So go in there, check him out on Twitter. Um, and I, I'm not entirely sure where else your content is. I'm guessing all over the shop. Um, but he does live videos and all sorts of stuff. Um, and yeah, it's all really interesting and good fun. And um, once Max is old enough, definitely going to get him doing more stuff in the garden. Not that we have a garden, but we can have plant pots. And yeah, that's all good fun. Get him dirty and planting stuff. Anyway, right. Shall we have a chat about live videos? Because this is a bit of a bone of contention for a lot of people. A lot of people get scared by the idea of doing something like this. Now, I'm in a very fortunate position. I am a former radio presenter. I am a former TV presenter. I've done live television with somebody talking in my ear. There's nobody talking in this one. This is just in case you decide to come on the live with me so I can hear you. Um, so, yeah, I've done live television as well. And so I'm in a very fortunate position where I've been trained to essentially kind of do this type of thing and talk to you and keep going and, and fill at least 30 minutes of just me waffling on about crap. However, not everybody's in that position. So a lot of people shy away from doing live video. In fact, a lot of people just generally shy away from doing video full stop. Now, the reason I talk about live video so much and specifically as well in my how to nine times your social media process is because when it comes to doing video, a lot of people will open the camera app on their phone and they'll be there like that. 
and I'll go right okay let's uh, do my video um, right just set it to video uh, hello yeah oh no I'm not happy with that one and they'll stop and start again and they'll go right yeah uh, hi oh oh no I'm not I'm not and they'll just keep stopping and starting until they feel they've got the perfect content but the problem is they never get the perfect content so then they stop doing the video they never post anything and then you never get any video content out the reason I say about doing live is because if you're live there is no stopping if a mistake happens if something falls off and makes a clattery noise which I'm not going to do because obviously it'll wake up the little one but if something falls off your desk you just bend over you pick it up and you put it back and you crack on with your live video you don't just stop and start again it might throw you off a little bit, but it doesn't matter. That's the human aspect of this kind of thing. And it's it keeps you interesting and, and that emotional connection between you and the audience. They can have a laugh with you uh, and all that kind of stuff. I, I just think live is a much better way forward for you as a brand. It just really will push that human element across and help you not feel like you're reading anything and all that kind of stuff. And like I say, if you make mistakes, then they're in there and you just keep cracking on. You just keep pushing forwards and doing the rest of the content that you're talking about. So that's why I want to talk to you specifically about live video, because I think it's just such a powerful tool. Let's not mention the fact that platforms like Twitch and Periscope and YouTube and Facebook all absolutely adore live video. Even platforms like TikTok adore live video if you've got the ability to go live. You have to have a 1,000 followers to do it. Um, but if you get a 1,000 followers and you've got a TikTok account, go live now and again. Absolutely. Again, the platforms absolutely love live content and will push that out harder. If you're on Instagram, go live on Instagram if you possibly can. Unfortunately, this platform doesn't let me go live on Instagram. And I use my phone during the, the, the broadcast, so I can't go live on Instagram. But there's, there's so many different platforms you can go live on, and they all adore you using their platform to go live. So do not miss out on the opportunity of going live. That's kind of the, the main crux of going live and why I think you should go live. Also, they will, the algorithms will pick you up more. They'll push you out further. But we're not going to go too far into that right now. That's getting a little bit scientific. I just want to make this simple for you. Go live. Simple as that. Okay, so um, the, the big thing is, is a lot of people, when it comes to creating videos or going live, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Okay, so that's why in the How to Nine Times the Social Media Process, I get people to plan their content, then they write a blog, then they do a live, because the blog will help you then effectively have a story to tell when it comes to your live. So there is a way I try and get my customers, my clients, anybody that I work with to structure their live videos. And it's just three simple points. And I would definitely take these down if you possibly can do it. In fact, you know what? I'm going to put them up as little banners. Um, so first things first, you've got to do this. Uh, which I did at the very start of this particular live. Introduce yourself. Who are you? What is it that you do? And second, I'm just going to type out the rest of them, and then they're all there. And last but not least, can uh, touch? There we go. Okay, right. So introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? What is it that you do? So many people will start a live video and completely forget to tell the audience who they are. Now, if you are posting this on your business page, your business page is an open page. You want people to find your content. You want people to come and potentially buy what it is that you've got to offer. However, if somebody in your page 
say I am a huge fan of Skinny Jean Gartner's, and every single video that he does, he doesn't introduce himself. But I really like his content, so I share it. Now, people could watch long enough to get the gist of what it is that he does and what he talks about, or he could spend a minute, a minute and a half at the start of every video just saying, hi, I'm XYZ, this is what I do, ABC, thank you very much. Today we're going to talk about M, and that's it. So that's what I do. I introduce myself, I say what my business does, I say what I do, and then we get into the nitty-gritty of the content. And don't be afraid to go on just a little bit longer than you normally would at a networking event. A lot of networking events, you're tied down to 40 seconds, a minute, then you get a bell, you're told to sit down, told to shut up, all that kind of You've got nobody telling you to do that. This is your channel. This is your live video. You can go on for as long as you want. A minute and a half probably is about the maximum I would suggest. Maybe two minutes if you've got a really like succinct um, thing that you've got to squeeze in. Um, but yeah, generally like a minute and a half. Introduce yourself. Tell the world who you are because when somebody shares that content that they're sharing it to their audience, people who are not part of your page, who are not part of your audience, yet they want to know who you are, what it is that you do, and then get into the content. And that way they get a better gist of who you are. And they can go, yeah, well, actually, this person's interesting. I might share it with my audience. I might find who they are, follow them on different social media channels, all that kind of stuff. But if you don't introduce yourself, nobody knows who you are. Um, and they get to that stage where they might just might not give a damn. They might not want to watch the rest of the video because you've not introduced yourself. So introduce yourself. You wouldn't be stood in a pub and you may go, oh, Peter, this is Simon. And then you just go nod and, and jump into a completely different subject matter. You would just say, hi, I'm Simon. What do you do, Bob? Oh, cool. Okay. This is what I do. Fine. And then you start finding out about each other. So absolutely introduce yourself. That is the main crux of the very beginning of the video. Then we get on to point number two your story. So you've written a blog and I've spoken about this in the past. I'm not going to go too deeply into it, but within a blog, I recommend to most people that they put in like four or five really crux points, these bullet points that you can put into your videos that will really draw people into your blog content and hopefully into your video content as well. Those are what you can tell your story around uh, when it comes to going live. So you're going to tell a story around your content around the blog that you've already written. So, and this is where hopefully the structure will help you because I'm a big believer of my five Ps, preparation prevents piss poor performance. So if you've already prepared, you already know what your story is, you've written your blog. You've already taken your bullet points out of your blog, blog so you're even more prepared and you're gonna use those bullet points to tell your story on a live video. But it's just a live video. All you're gonna do is just speak. All you're gonna do is tell the story that you've already got written down somewhere else. So it's already in your head. You already know the subject matter. You are a voice of authority in your field of expertise. Do not let anybody else tell you anything different. The trolls can say what they've got to say, or the people within your industry can say what they've got to say. You've got your point of view, get it across, and then debate with other people. But don't worry about what they've got to say. So, You've got your story, you've got your bullet points, you've worked your way through your bullet points, what are you going to do after you've told your story? Too many people feel this is an opportunity then to sell. I don't believe that this is necessarily a point where you should be selling. For me, 
I want you to then start thinking about opening the lines of communication. These people still might be new to your content, especially a live video. So instead of opening the lines to sell and you saying, right, okay, so let's um, use Skinny Jean Gardener again for an example. Okay, so you've consumed this piece of content. Right, I've got some great plants that you can buy off me and my kit and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Because then the audience just go, oh, it's just another sale. Stop and they end the video there. Whereas if you open up the lines of communication, look, today we've been talking about sunflowers and there's loads more I could um, advice that I could give you. But if you want to ask me any questions, drop me an email or ask me any questions in the comments and I'll do my best to answer them. And that would be a far better way of actually being able to chat to people and actually opening that line of communication so that people will actually get in touch and discuss whatever it is that you've been discussing. Hello to Facebook user. I'm not entirely sure who that is. Let's go and have a look. Um, it will probably tell me on here. Usman Nasir, thank you very much for uh, joining us. I think that's um, possibly you who said, wow, hopefully it is. I've, I don't know. Um, it just comes up telling me that it's uh, a Facebook user like that. So I don't know, but hopefully it's you. Um, also, uh, hello to some of the guys from Eleventy's Hour who've just joined us as well. Anyway, right, back to the, the subject matter at hand, so live video. So come out the back end of your video with the opening a line of communication. That way they can get in touch with you, you can start chatting to them, building a connection between you and them, an emotional connection essentially, and then they will hopefully become a member of your tribe and, and start enjoying your content, start sharing your content, and potentially then they could become a customer. But that's with different content rather than the live content. Live content is a chance for you to get some value out to people there and then for them to come back to you with comments, with questions, all that kind of stuff. Speaking of which, if you've got any questions about what I'm talking about, just drop them into the comments. It doesn't matter what platform you're watching on. I will get to see them. Um, and then we can have a chat about whatever it is that you want to discuss. So any questions about social media and video, but obviously today we're talking about live video. So if you've got anything to ask about what I've just been discussing, please do just drop them into the comments. I'll do my best to answer them. Um, so those are like the three tips I would give on trying to structure your live video. I think structure is quite important because again, it comes down to those five Ps. If you're not prepared, then you're going to end up giving this piss poor performance. If you don't know that, okay, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to talk about what it is I'm going to talk about. And then I'm going to say, oh, by the way, get in touch, details below, blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing then just has a nice flow to it and you know exactly where you're going with your content rather than being a little bit haphazard and plucking something from over here and something from over there. Because, and this comes back to my radio days, you wouldn't come off the back end of a song and really confuse a listener. So, for example, you wouldn't come off the back end and go, that was Jamiroquai. Uh, thanks ever so much for, for listening today. What's black and white and eats like a horse? Well, that's the zebra. Um, by the way, isn't it great that today, and it is today, is the 100th birthday of Colonel Tom. He's not even any, any more Captain Tom. He's Colonel Tom. So happy birthday to Colonel Tom. How awesome is that? He's been uh, upgraded by the Queen. He's also got a telegram from the Queen. Um, and, and, you know, like just rolling into lots of different subject matters would just confuse the audience. The people listening would just go, oh, what? No. Okay. And tune out. So really concentrate on actually trying to stick to that subject matter, that story that you're going to give. Um, a Facebook user has a question. Absolutely. Feel free to drop them into the comments and I'll do my best to answer them. Uh, James Wilder, who's tuned in at the moment, um, Labour, what would you call, call you? Nominee? 
I don't, I don't know what you would call you. He, he, he was up for um, potentially being the MP in Newbury for Labour last year. Um, James is uh, watching at the moment. He's asking live video or recorded video. So I kind of covered this off at the very start, but I will go over it again. For me, live. Number one, it stops you from aiming for perfection. If you are aiming for perfection on your content and it has to be perfect, specifically in some of the other stuff that you do, um, especially in the politics side of things, definitely go for recorded because you want the lighting to be right, you want it to look great. But if you're just essentially opening up the floor for people to ask you questions, then live video, absolutely. Or if you're going to talk about a specific subject matter that you're passionate about and you've already maybe written about or advertised about, then live video as well. It stops you aiming for perfection. It stops you stopping and starting that camera. And as much as I know you're capable of talking, James, not everybody is. So I think actually live is a far better option. Also, the platforms prefer live. They will push it out harder than native recorded video because it's their thing. They really want you to use Facebook Live. They really want you to use YouTube Live. So they'll push it out further to your audience. So definitely, I would uh, say 100% go for live unless it truly has to be perfect content, in which case, go for recorded, but live preferably. Uh, Facebook user is asking, please guide me on how we can share our video or any post to more and more people. Ah, this, this is a difficult one. Um, so it's just about getting your content out there. Number one, you have to be really honest with yourself. I was asked this yesterday, um, and you have to be so honest with your content. Is it good enough for people to want to watch it in the first place? Would you sit down and consume it yourself? Are you giving value in what it is that you've got to say, whether it be entertainment videos or whether it be anything else? So a friend of James and I, um, George, he creates videos about football. People love football. They love Chelsea. George loves Chelsea. So that passions collide and he creates content that entertains them because he's wanting to get up in front of the camera and talk about it and they're not. So then they end up having these debates and all that kind of stuff, talking about Chelsea Football Club entertainment. Is what you're creating going to give value to an audience? You've got to be honest about this, first of all. Then once you've actually got that audience, then you've got to keep giving that value. But how do you get them? You post your content in other places. But remembering that not everybody wants to click on a link on Facebook and go somewhere else and watch it. So stop worrying about the vanity metrics as such and having them all in one place and con concentrate on actually trying to get, give value in lots of different places with the same message. So post the videos natively on Facebook, post the videos natively on LinkedIn, post them natively on Instagram, and that way you will get more people potentially watching as a whole than all the audience in one place. And you can always draw them to YouTube if that's your particular channel. So at the end of your videos, you just say, don't forget, I have a YouTube channel. Please do come and subscribe. I'd love to see you over there. And thanks ever so much. That kind of thing but just post it in lots of different places to get more people watching. But stop worrying about vanity metrics and just concentrate on giving the value and creating content that you really enjoy. If you're not creating something you enjoy, you're just creating something because it's on trend. People can tell. People will, yeah, people can really tell and they'll just get bored and then they're not, they won't be interested because, yeah, you're not making content that you care about. So make content you care about. 
Uh, you know, here's one from Ed. Ed remembers you, James, from George's vlogs from a few years ago. Sup, James. Um, and James is saying, that's interesting. I did a lot of recorded ones for the campaign, but I think live could be more organic. Well done for your work, side top bloke. 100%, James. And like I say, the recorded ones are fine as long as it's something that needs to be recorded. If it needs that that polished edge to it, absolutely put out recorded content. Like when Boris put us into lockdown, that wasn't live, that was recorded. And it looked like it was recorded, but it also looked better as well. What you need to do is understand exactly what your audience want from that piece of content. And I'm sure you will do. And then you create content specifically to the audience for that content. So if it needs to be perfect, absolutely record it. But if it doesn't need to be perfect, 100%, I would recommend going live as often as you can um, because it will really just create that emotional connection between you and the audience, the people who can potentially tune in and watch what it is that you've got to say. Um, our Facebook user, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm assuming it is, was it Nazim? I think it was Usman, sorry, Usman Nazir. Um, I'm assuming it's you, Usman, but um, I don't know for sure. But if it is, uh, thank you very much. Um, you're very welcome. Uh, not a problem at all. So then, live video, as we are talking about live video, moving on uh, to some other tips for live video and how you can make your live video look a little bit better. So a lot of people will do lives and they'll hold the phone out in front of them and it's all a little bit wobbly and that's fine. I'm not saying, again, your content has to be perfect. It's a little bit off-putting if you're a little bit wobbly, but it's, it's okay. You can just press record and go and that's it and go live on your phone. Absolutely. However, what I would recommend for the sake of a few quid is buying something like this. It's a simple little tripod and he will sit wherever you want him to sit because he's got bendy legs and it comes with a mobile phone fitting so you can stick your phone in there like so and then you can talk to yourself. Simple as that. Um, also, did you notice how I've put the phone into the, into the cradle? I haven't put it like that. I've put it like that. There's a simple reason for that, because there's nothing worse than maybe watching content with two black lines down either side. Film in landscape, not in portrait. Unless you're creating content for Instagram stories or Snapchat or TikTok, please record in landscape. That way it will fill the whole screen. And also when it comes to you downloading the content and editing it again and putting it up onto other platforms, it will again fill the screen and just look so much nicer filmed like that just looks a bit uh, bit like okay this person isn't really sure how they should be doing this for this platform whereas film like that and you can actually edit it afterwards anywhere to fit other platforms especially if you sit yourself in the middle you can make it square so that it works for instagram you can make it longer and um, so it works for um, igtv and snapchat and tiktok and others so seriously film it like that and then edit it in post afterwards and um, so hopefully that um that helps you out a little bit there on that one so get a tripod so that you are a little bit more steady put it also into landscape not into portrait the other big thing and a lot of people do this when they're going live is they will have a banner for their business behind them. I haven't got space to put a banner behind me I'm in my bedroom my bed is behind me um, and so they go live and the banner is back to front. They're, they're, they're mirrored. So you can't read what the banner has to say. It almost becomes pointless. It actually being there. But how do you fix that? 
So there is a way of fixing that. And I'm going to show you how to fix that. So what we're going to do is we're going to go pretend live. I can't do it on my business page. So I'm going to do it on my personal one. So we go on to what's on your mind um, and up pops the usual uh, menu just there. I'm going to scroll down to live video, which brings up this page just here. We're going to tilt ourselves as always. And just down here, you can see the little magic wand. So you tap the magic wand and in its own time, it will load up another set of menus along the bottom there. So I'm going to show you, just get my angles right, where am I? There I am. See that one there? The spanner and the screwdriver. You are going to click on the spanner and the screwdriver. And what that does is brings up another menu just here. Sorry, I'm forgetting where I am. And it's mirrored. So you can say, right, okay, I'd want to unmirror myself. So let me see if I can show you this perfectly. So right now, you are back to front. It's saying whatever it's saying. I, I couldn't read days confused and generally buggered backwards. Um, but if I unmirror it, there you go. You're legible again. I can actually read what you've got to say. And it's as simple as that. Then you just X out of that. So that menu's gone. You type in your description of what you want to say. The video is going to be about. And bang, off you go, live. Simple as that. And that way, your banner that you have behind you, people are able to read it. Really simple little tip. Um, it is only something you can do on Facebook. I don't think you can do it on every platform. I don't think you can do it on, on YouTube. Generally, you would probably use your webcam anyway, so hopefully it would demirror you. Um, Periscope doesn't do that. Um, Twitch, I'm fairly certain, doesn't because it's more of a screen capturing um, kind of place to go and watch content. But hopefully, that gives you a rough idea of how to unmirror your content when you're going live. And the, the other tip I would give as well is 100% when you're going live, don't start like that, press live, and then turn your camera. Turn your camera first, get it all set up, get it steady, and then press live. If you do that, press live, and then do that, the phone and the software that's doing the live is not intelligent enough to go, oh, you've turned your, your phone. It will just still assume that you are in landscape mode, sorry, in portrait mode, and turn the video landscape, but you'll be long and upside down, and it'll be really weird, and you'll be on this, sorry, you'll be on the side. Um, and yeah, make sure your phone is set up and ready, then press go. The other thing I was asked about yesterday as well is uh, microphones for your mobile phone. It's not essential. It's really not essential, but if you want to improve uh, how your content sounds, uh, there are some links to stuff uh, below and um, some of the uh, different mics that I mentioned yesterday on yesterday's live video, which you can go and check out. Obviously, different mics work for different phones, so it's finding the microphone that will work for your phone. The Pell mics are great. There was a great one that I, I talked about yesterday as well, the Sennheiser memory mic, which I think is brilliant. Um, but you've got to find the one that's going to suit you the best and then go with that. Um, but hopefully, that's given you a little bit of help on that front. So then, talking to not out of the camera and talking to the audience behind it. So the most important thing I hope you're going to take out of this is that when you go live, and let's just go to the normal camera. Obviously, when you go live, you're going to have that facing you. So let's pretend that's facing me. There we go, like that. Um, and so I'm talking to you behind that lens. So the lens that I want you to 
basically basically what I want you to do is talk to the lens. I don't want to, you to talk to yourself on the screen. If, right now I'm looking at the screen, I'm looking at myself and I can tell I'm looking at myself. Whereas if I go there, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the people behind this thing right here. See, I'm stroking you, I'm striking you. You're right behind the lens. Your audience isn't on your screen, your audience behind the lens and they want you to talk to them. You wouldn't go into a pub and I'll use this analogy again. You wouldn't talk to somebody in the pub and look over their shoulder. You wouldn't be over here. You wouldn't be over there. You wouldn't be down here talking to their cleavage. You might, but you shouldn't. You would talk to their face. You would talk to their eyes. And their eyes are this thing right here. That's where they are. They want you to talk to them, not at them. So you need to talk to your audience. But how can you do that? How can you make yourself do that? So when I was working in radio, this is what I was asked to do. I was asked to actually learn to speak to my audience rather than at them because I was really struggling with that level of communication with somebody. When you work in radio or television or anything, you want the audience to feel like you're their friend, somebody that they can go to the pub with, have a drink with, somebody that they want to spend some time with. So how was I going to get over that? So what I did was I got a teddy bear and I sat him on the windowsill behind the microphone in the radio studio and I spoke to the teddy bear. I didn't speak to the microphone, I spoke to the teddy bear because it was something else there that I could talk to. The microphone was probably making me a bit nervous because it was the first time I'd ever really done proper professional radio. And so take that out of the, of the equation and put the teddy bear there and I was able to talk to an audience member. I was able to talk to somebody who was listening to what it is that I had to say. He didn't respond. That would have been really scary. But he was there to listen, and I was able to talk to him. You have to get over in your head the fact that that person's never going to respond, your audience are never going to respond to you. That's why actually having comments on something like this is great because people can comment and say stuff, and it's almost like they're actually speaking to you and interacting with the con content face-to-face. -face. But just make sure that you're going to talk to your audience. So stick something behind the lens. This thing right here, that's you put something behind it so that you can talk to it. Now it could be a teddy bear like I used to use, or it could be a photograph of your loved one or your children or your best friend, whatever it is, whatever that helps you open up that communication between you and the people who are watching. So stick it behind the lens and then you're still talking to the lens, but you can talk slightly above it. So if I talk slightly above the lens right now, you can't really tell. You still feel I'm talking to you, but I could just be as well talking to a face on a photograph behind the lens. There is actually nothing there, but I could be. So try that. It will really help you break down that communication between you and the audience that are actually watching. The final thing I would say as well is because a lot of people do do this, they look at themselves on the screen, is cover your screen up. So, so many people will record themselves and they'll do a video that's just faces towards us and they'll look at this. They'll look at themselves on screen there because, yep, I'm pretty damn good looking. So that's what I do a lot is I, I look at myself all the time. Um, but you don't need to look at yourself. Like I say, you need to look at the actual camera that is recording the live, the audience who are watching the live. They're all there. They're all there. So you need to talk to them. So what I would suggest is those bullet points I mentioned earlier on, those bullet points that are going to help you tell your story, you might not necessarily be able to remember them all that well. So get a post-it note, scribble them down, take that post-it note and stick it to the front of your lens, to the front of your camera. 
so you can't look at your screen. Don't stick it over your lens, of course. That would be really daft. But stick it over your screen. Make sure you can still get to the stop stop live button. Um, but stick it over your screen, and then you can use those as a calling card. Because there's nothing wrong with now and again glancing away as long as you go back to talking to them on the lens. So use those. You're telling your story, blah, 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 blah. I'll just have a quick check. Okay, so yeah. So the next point I want to cover off is blah, 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 blah. And that leads me on to blah, 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 blah. And so you're just using those bullet points as a calling card, but your calling card is stuck to your screen. Your audience don't need to know that, but it just helps you not have to look at yourself. Because I know, like I say, you are beautiful people, but you don't need to look at yourself 24-7. So try doing that. Also, try doing that on Zoom calls and all that kind of stuff as well. Don't look at yourself. Talk to, talk to the people who are in the meeting. Listen to what they've got to say and then talk to them when the, the floor opens for you. So, again, stick over the screen or something like that, especially when you're talking. You can take it off while you're not so you can see what anybody else's reactions are, but then just stick it back over again so that when you're talking to them, you don't keep glancing back to look at yourself because then you'll end up going, oh, oh yeah, I better stay watching myself. I'm, I'm interesting. Right. Hopefully... That's kind of covered that off. If you've got any questions about live video or about social media or about video just generally, drop them into the comments now. I will do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do. Um, the floor is open for the next few minutes and then we'll, uh, we'll call it a day because I need to go and get another cup of coffee. Um, while I've got you here, though, and I know I said don't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, the uh, the Days Confused and Generally Buggered um, live stream is available for you to sponsor as a brand or as a business. If you have a brand or a business and you want to get it out to a totally different audience, um, I take this live video, I turn it into a podcast, I turn it into multiple small videos that you could then watch on other platforms rather than having to watch the full 40-minute video all in one go. So if you want to sponsor the live broadcast and all the content that comes out of it for a week, you can do that. Um, all you've got to do is just drop me a line. I'll put my email address up in a minute. Basically, your logo will go where it says Powered by StreamYard. It will say whatever your logo is. Uh, you'll be able to have your sponsorship, a little script read at the start of each of the the lives as well, because I want to thank you very much for sponsoring um, the, the live. We've got some people in the near future already signed up for doing this when certain bits and pieces are in place for them. So if you want to uh, take over the, uh, the stream for a full week and have your brand as the name of uh, the, the sponsor of the show, and then just drop me an email. You can drop me an email on the address that is uh, tickering along underneath right now you can email me on there as well as your questions as well but email me on there it's 35 pound for a full week that's it you don't have to do anything else other than give me a small script to read don't make it too wordy because otherwise i'll just shorten it anyway um but yeah so there you go if you fancy that that's the only selling I'm going to do today. Uh, so thank you very much for joining me. If you uh, have any questions, uh, we're going to go for another two minutes. We'll go till 40 minutes. So any more questions that you may have, drop them into the uh, the comments on whatever platform it is that you're watching on. I'll do my best to answer them. Otherwise, I'm going to disappear in a minute, and I'm going to go make myself another cup of coffee, and I might have some Easter egg because we've still got some of that left over. One last thing. For those of you who are new to the stream, 
come and join my How to Nine Times Your Social Media group. Um, it is there, right there. I've also put the link in the comments on this video on whatever platform it is that you're watching on. You can go and get the link in the comments right now. Join the group and then on that group, you can download my book completely free, How to Nine Times Your Social Media. It takes you through things like what I've been talking about today, but specifically how you start creating content and where you can take your content to and everything in between, how you can make your content work harder for you and turn it into so much more stuff. So if you're interested in that, come and join the group, come and download the book completely free. Either sign up for my newsletter or don't sign up for my newsletter. I don't mind. Um, right, I think I'm going to disappear. So thank you very much for watching today. Another great 40-minute stream, some brilliant questions popping in. Uh, thanks very much to James and Ed and um, Usman, who joined us as well. And um, I will uh, catch you tomorrow, same time-ish. Depends on whether he goes to sleep. Where is he? Over there. Whether he goes to sleep at the usual time or not. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your day. Stay safe. And if you are in the UK, don't forget, 8 o'clock tonight, open your windows, rattle your pots and pans, clap your hands uh, for all the carers in the UK. Until then, until tomorrow, in fact, have a good one, stay safe. And uh, yeah, bye. This was a Perception Studios production.